Dai dai sitchitan, dai anichanan, dai adaita chandra, dai agora bhaktavinna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Shirup Sanatan Bhattaragunat, Shijivak Gopala Bhattadasaragunat. Echai Gurur Gurun Charanagandan Yahweh Viknanasa Abhistapuran. I pray to the lotus feet of the six Goswamis, Sri Rupa Sanatan, Bhatta Raghunath, Sri Jiva, Gopal Bhatta, mm-hmm. okay. uh, sorry, and Dasa Raghunath. So all the impediments to my writing this literature will be annihilated and my real desire will be fulfilled. Mm. Purport, if one wants to benefit the entire world, you will certainly find persons like hogs and pigs who will put forward many impediments. That is natural. But if a devotee seeks shelter at the lotus feet of the six Goswamis, the merciful Goswamis will certainly give the Lord, the Lord's servitor, all protection. It is not astonishment, astonishing that impediments are placed before those who are spreading the Krishna conscious movement all over the world. Nevertheless, if we adhere to the lotus feet of the six Goswamis and pray for their mercy, all impediments will be annihilated and a transcendental devotion or service to the to serve sorry and a transcendental devotional desire to serve the Supreme Lord will be fulfilled. Hare Krishna. So yes, the uh, the six Goswamis. Um, by taking shelter of them, uh, all all the impediments will be destroyed and the real desires will be fulfilled. And Srila Prabhupada in the purport deals with external impediments, but we could also maybe look at some uh, internal impediments. Uh, we are, after all, uh, we are, after all, uh, still under the influence of the material energy. So we're also fighting with our own mind and senses. Uh, but all these impediments will simply be destroyed. Mm. And then after glorifying the, uh, the six Goswamis, uh, then, uh, then uh, Krishnadas Kavriya's Goswami uh, repeats the verses Jayatam Surato Pangor Mama Mandati Mandamatir Katimat Sarvasa Padambo Jora the Mavanamoha no Deviant Vrindranya Kulpadrumada Shimadrat Nagari Simasana Sto Shimad Radha Shila Govinda Devo Prestali be Savior Manusman me Simon Rasa Rasaram be Vamsi Batatas Titaha Karlson Dame Sonia Gopi Excuse me Ah Gopinata Shies Tunaha. Yes. So these are the three uh, verses that deal with the uh, the three principal deities of the Vaishnavas in Vrindavan, which were established 
by the six Goswamis. Then we are looking at today at Raghunath Bhatta Goswami. And uh, Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, he is the... Uh, oh, so I have two books which describe something and it may be similar. Raghunath Bhatta Goswami uh, appeared in 1505 and lived 74 years, so left the planet in 1579. So 1505, that makes him 20 years, 19 years younger than Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So that's practically a next generation. So, uh, so Raghunath Bhatta was considerably younger than, uh, than Rupa and Sanatan Goswamis who are probably older than Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm. So, Raghunath Bhatta uh, was very famous for his, uh, for his kirtan. He was described as the kirtan acharya sometimes. Not only was he very famous for chanting the holy name in beautiful melodies and very melodiously, but he was also uh, reciting, famous for reciting the Srimad Bhagavatam in three or four different me uh, melodies. Um, and Raghunath Bhatta Goswami is particularly known for that, for reciting uh, Srimad Bhagavatam. Um, Raghunath Bhatta he uh, met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu twice in Jagannath Puri and stayed with him for eight months. And at that time, uh, after the eight months were completed, then Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took his personal neck beads and put them around the, the neck of Raghunath Bhatta Goswami. And in this way, uh, he gave him the greatest gift. And so in that way, Raghunath Das always felt that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was, was with him. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sent him, uh, after Raghunath had been in his association, in, he sent him to Vrindavan to assist the Goswamis. Um, and he instructed him particularly to recite Srimad Bhagavatam. So, as we see, we are looking oftentimes at the six Goswamis from the perspective of what they did for the future, um, how they're sitting there, writing their books, and so on. But of course, uh, they were also making a very important contribution in the present, um, in, uh, in the Vrindavan. Sorry. And it said that everyone, everyone was trying to find out about Rupa and Sanatan and what was happening in uh, while they were in Vrindavan. And devotees were talking about it. Um, Raghunath Bhatta Goswami is, uh, is not so much uh, contributing to the publications. Um, Rupa and Sanatan, Gopal Bhatta Goswami, Jiva Goswami, uh, and also Raghunadas Goswami, 
were all preoccupied with producing literature. Um, they all wrote, uh, wrote various books, but uh, Raghunath Bhatta Goswami is not really writing any books. But Raghunath Bhatta Goswami was therefore maybe not one of the who contributed a lot to the future. But Raghunath Bhatta Goswami was teaching Srimad Bhagavatam. And he would just continuously recite Srimad Bhagavatam. And obviously his understanding of Srimad Bhagavatam was in line with the conclusions of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the six Goswamis and the other Goswamis, Rupa and Sanatan. So in this way, Raghunath Bhatta was uh, an important personality in establishing uh, the, the six Goswami school. Uh, the entire school of interpretation as was being taught by Rupa and Sanatan, that school uh, became stronger and stronger by the presence of all such personalities as Gopal Bhatta, such as uh, Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, such as Jiva Goswami. So in this way, the uh, position uh, of the uh, Goswamis became strengthened. So therefore, Raghunath Bhatta, uh, to be counted amongst the six Goswamis, uh, um, why these six? That may be a question because we could have counted others. We could have counted Lokanath Goswami, who was just sent a little bit before. Uh, before uh, we could have, we can add so many more Vindavan Goswamis, Bugarbha Goswami. So why six? Um, because these six were particularly instrumental in. Uh, in establishing, um, establishing uh, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and, and very much contributing to his mission. So we take it that the Bhagavatam uh, readings of, uh, of Raghunath Bhatta Goswami were of, the, uh, of great importance in establishing the mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Otherwise, uh, it wouldn't... Uh, would it make sense? So about Raghunath Bhatta, uh, it is known that his ancestry hails from East Bengal, but there's no clear genealogy as there is for Jiva Goswami and his two illustrious uncles, Rupa and Sanatan. Uh, Documentary evidence, however, suggests that in 1503, Raghunath Bhatta's father, Tapan Misra, relocated to Banaras at the request of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It has also been discovered that Tapan Misra moved there. Uh, only two years before the birth of his child, thus the year 1505, has been widely accepted by scholars of Chaitanya Vaishnavism as the year of Raghunath Bhatta's birth. In this way, it has been concluded that when Sri Chaitanya was returning to Puri from Vindavan sometime in 1514 and finally arrived in Bengal, 
Raghunath Bhatta was only nine years old. Sri Chaitanya had come to Banaras to see the prominent devotees there, such as Chandrasekhar and Tapal Misra. He also came to Banaras in order to, to defeat the Mayavad, philosoph Mayavadi philosophers who proliferated in, proliferated in that city. Mm. So, I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm reading from uh, page 169 and 170 from the six Goswamis of Vrindavan from Satyaraj Prabhu, Stephen Rosen. Um, so, while in Benares, the master resided at the home of Chandrasekhar and accepted his daily lunch at the house of Tapa Misra. Whenever Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to arrive at the Misra house, young Raghunath Bhatta used to anxiously approach him and ask to be engaged in some menial service. Sri Chaitanya allowed the boy to massage his legs and wash his dishes. Although Raghunath Bhatta greatly relished his duties, after approximately two months, he was no longer required to do them. For at that time, Sri Chaitanya Mampa would plan to return to his headquarters in Puri. When Sri Chaitanya, in fact, did leave, young Raghunath Bhatta was heartbroken. He would contrarily, constantly meditate on his loving interactions with Sri Chaitanya. His remembrance of their activities together gave him his solace. As the years passed, Raghunath Bhatta's remembrance of Sri Chaitanya developed even further, transforming into an intense longing to be reunite, reunited with him. He always hankered for the day when he would be old enough to travel to Puri. Um, so it said in his 20th year, um, he, would have, uh, he would have gone to meet Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Puri. So 1525. At that time, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, life was unfolding because uh, um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, uh, is he, he was a sannyasi for 10 years. So he had already completed his tour of South India he was now uh, residing in Jagannath Puri. It was in those first years, those first six years in Jagannath Puri, when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was still uh, acting as an Acharya in Jagannath Puri. Uh, the last 12 years uh, in, in Jagannath Puri are just absorption in, uh, in, a t in totally transcendental consciousness and ecstasy and, and totally disconnected from the external world and practically uh, sometimes referred to as transcendental madness. It is good that you've come to Puri, Sri Chaitanya told Raghunath Bhatta. Now go to the temple and see the lotus-eyed Lord Jagannath. Then you may come back and we'll have lunch together. After this, Sri Chaitanya introduced him to all the devotees headed by Srub Damodar who arranged for the Goswami's proper accommodation. Sri Chaitanya showed Raghunabhata special mercy on a daily basis, having lunch with him, allowing him to do personal service 
and teaching him the eternal truth of the Vedic literature. Srila Raghunath Bhatta Goswami often cooked for Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The Goswami eventually became an expert chef. In fact, it is said that all of his preparations tasted like nectar from the gods. Sri Chaitanya. Sorry. So after eight months, Sri Chaitanya instructed Raghunath Bhatta to return home and once in Benares to faithfully serve his elderly parents. Um, of course, you know, that was Tapan who was also a devotee. So because his parents were devotees, he was not immediately encouraging him to, to leave home, but he asked uh, to, to serve them. Uh, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, he saw Raghunath's inclination to his renunciation. And so he asked him not to marry. Um, he asked him not to marry because marriage would just be a distraction from his ultimate goal. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told him to study the Srimad Bhagavatam under a pure Vaishnava who has reached perfection in love of God. Instructing Raghunath Bhat in this way, Sri Chaitanya uh, <clears throat> Sri Chaitanya took off his own neck beats and lovingly placed them around Raghunath Bhatta's neck. Then he told Raghunath Bhatta, one day you may come again to Puri. He then embraced Raghunath Bhatta, who began to cry. Uh, so then, returning to Benares, Raghunath Bhatta carried out Sri Chaitanya's orders, faithfully serving his Vaishnav parents, and by hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam from a self-realized soul, who is unknown, Raghunath Bhatta soon became a master of its recitation. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so in this way, the, uh, mm, the culture of the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, the followers of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in the, uh, was, was very... Uh, very powerful in Vindavan, and everyone was just overwhelmed to see such devotees, and uh, temples were flourishing now, and deities were being installed, uh, books were being written, and, uh, and the whole movement was based on the authority of Srimad Bhagavatam. So in this way, the, uh, yeah, in this way, Everything continued. Now let's, for a moment, go to the other six Goswamis. So Bhakti Vaibhav Puri Maharaj, he also uh, wrote something. So he said, Raghuna Das um, was appeared in 1505, duration of manifest career, 74 years, uh, duration of household career, 28 years, duration of residence at Puri, one year.
Um, okay, so it says, uh, so 15 year five, he appeared, he lived uh, 74 years, that would make it 1579. His household life, 28 years, uh, residence in Puri, one year, and residence in Vindavan, 45 years. Hmm. So it said, when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as a preceptor, was in the East Bengal, imparting sacred knowledge to students, Tapa Misra approached him to discuss spiritual advancement. Then he was favored by the Lord with Harinam initiation. After that, he ordered Tapa Misra to proceed to Varanasi, settled there with the family. Um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on his return from Vindavan stayed at Varanasi for two months in the house of Chandra Shekhar, accepting Bhiksha food for two months in the house of Tapal Mishra. Raghunath Bhatta was then a child, used to wash the dishes of the Lord and massage his legs. Gopal Bhatta used to listen to the teachings of the Lord that were being delivered to Sanat and Goswami at, at Varanasi. Having grown up, young Bhagavad, Oh, sorry. Having grown up, the young Raghunath Bhatta, being followed by a servant, started from Varanasi to Puri, traveling along the path leading to Bengal. In Bengal, he met Ramdas Biswas, the learned pundit in all the revealed scriptures. He studied to teach the boys Kavya Prakas. He was an advanced devotee of Lord Ramachandra, renouncing everything. Uh, he was going to see Lord Jagannath in Puri. On the way, he met Raghunabhata. <clears throat> Accompanying him, he carried Raghunath's baggage and followed him. On the way, does, Ram does served Raghunath in various ways, even massaging his legs. Raghunath felt ashamed of it and said, You are a respectable learned scholar and a great devotee. As such, I wish you should follow me without rendering any kind of service to me. To this Sri Ram Mahan does. I'm a Sudra and it, at will to serve a Brahmin is very is the very duty of of the So I stayed in Jagannath Puri, and uh, yes, uh, then the, the neck beats were placed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu around Raghunath Bhatta's neck. And he took permission from Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and all the other devotees under Srup Damodar and returned to Varanasi. According to the instructions of Sri, Ma of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he continuously rendered service to his parents for four years. He also regularly studied the Srimad Bhagavatam with the Vaishnav Pandit. Hmm. 
Ja. Raghunath Bhatt would be reciting Srimad Bhagavatam, and if he did so, um, it was with ecstatic symptoms for ecstatic love for Krishna. By the mercy of the Lord, he experienced a symptom of ecstatic love with tears and a trembling and faltering of the voice. His eyes filled with tears, his throat became choked, and thus he could not recite Srimad Bhagavatam. His voice was as sweet as a cuckoo, and he would recite each verse of the Bhagavatam, of Srimad Bhagavatam, in three or four tunes. Thus his recitations were very sweet to hear. When he recited or heard about the beauty and sweetness of Krishna, he would be overwhelmed with ecstasy and become oblivious to everything. Raghunath Bhatta fully surrendered at the lotus feet of Lord Govinda, and these lotus feet became his life. And so, subsequently, he ordered his disciples to construct a mandir for Lord Govinda. But they... Uh, And when he came to Vrindavan, then he also took up the service of, uh, of, of Radha Govinda. And uh, it is said that actually Raghunath Bhatta, he was instrumental in making, in, in arranging that the temple for Radha Govinda was, uh, was built. So in this way, he also assisted uh, Rupa Goswami and uh, <laughs> that's maybe another reason why he's counted as one of the six Goswamis, because uh, he was directly executing uh, the work of Rupa Goswami and uh, in an assisting role, because Rupa and Sanatan, being uh, considerably older, uh, They were well established. So, Hare Krishna. Yes, uh, so. The six Goswamis in Vrindavan, um, their fame spread everywhere. Sanatan Goswami was was known to be very wise. Um, we hear that at the time when uh, when a boat got stuck on the banks uh, in the Yamuna uh, during a storm, it, it it just got stuck on a bank, and that then the owner of the boat came to check how to uh, pull the boat off the bank and uh, he was a businessman so obviously he wasn't sailing on the boat but he traveled there to see how what could be done because his goods were on the boat and his name was Kapoor and he met with Sanatan Goswami because local villagers were directing him to Sanatan Goswami because Sanatan Goswami was the shelter of everyone not only the spiritual shelter, but any problem, anything, ask Sanatana Goswami. He has a solution. And Sanatana Goswami told the, uh, uh, the businessman, Kapoor, to pray to the deity of Madan Mohan and then to pull in a certain direction. 
and then the boat came off the bank and then he wanted to repay and then he was engaged in building the temple of modern Mohan. So the mission of the six Goswamis, um, excavating uh, various holy places, uh, establishing places of worship and installing deities there was, uh, was, was a major part of their mission. Um, besides producing literatures. So Raghunath Bhatta was more involved in, in that aspect and in, in constructing the temple uh, for Radha Govinda and the deities that are installed by Rupa Goswami, Rupa Goswami's deities. Mm. So when we are going into uh, history uh, and we're going back into the history of 500 years ago in, uh, in West Bengal and in Vrindavan, uh, then there are so many uh, obscurities naturally. Um, but, uh, but still, um, we catch glimpses yes, from various biographies, glimpses uh, glimpses how in that Radha Govinda temple uh, so many devotees would would assemble. Mm. Uh, it is said that uh, uh, Raghunath Bhatta is is identified as as Raga Manjari. Uh, so in this way, uh, also on the eternal plane, we see in, uh, naturally an intimate relationship. Um, so in this way, uh, we see amongst the six Goswamis that Rupa was accepting Sanatan Goswami as his spiritual master. Jiva Goswami was accepting Rupa Goswami as his spiritual master, um, Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, who is his spiritual master, that I would quickly Google it, huh? because that I don't know. Raghunath Bhatta's Yeah. There's no uh no real uh reference anywhere. No. And of course, you know, these, these Goswamis are, are all, in a way, disciples of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, uh, somehow or other, the Lord accepted them directly and was instructing them directly. Raghunath Bhatta was, uh, was in that way, certainly uh, a disciple of, of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And that would be another reason to consider Raghunath Bhatta as one of the six Goswamis because he was particularly uh, a missionary 
on, on, on a mission given by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and that mission was to join Rupa and Sanatan. So it was uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who particularly, uh, who instructed him and who appointed him to, uh, to, to work with Rupa and Sanatan or under Rupa and Sanatan. Hmm. So it is very nice. Hmm. Oh, something. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of nice things are, are there. Uh, a lot of nice things are, are given. Uh, I think that uh, but otherwise not directly a lot of descriptions about Raghunath Bhatta Goswami. But his absorption in Srimad Bhagavatam is, is very central to Mahaprabhu's movement. Uh, Mahaprabhu, with, uh, by empowering Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, was establishing the culture of, of daily recitation of Srimad Bhagavatam as part of the mission of the Goswamis and as part of the mission of, of his movement. The Goswamis, after all, are the, are the architects. Um, they were constructing the activities of Mahaprabhu's movement. Um, as each of the uh, acharyas, the following acharyas, are adding and are expanding, and in this way, Bhakti Thakur uses that uh, metaphor. The lotus is opening, just as Srila Prabhupada is the founder acharya of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Now taking Krishna Consciousness to the Western world, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta giving us uh, making the change from traditional uh, traditional uh, practice, traditional Vaishnavism in the mood of the six Goswamis to, uh, um, to really Vaishnavism in the modern world. Uh, and then Prabhupada creates, creates that, uh, that Krishna consciousness for the modern man. So, uh, Raghunath Bhatta particularly brings in the daily, the daily recitation of the Bhagavatam, uh, Nityam Bhagavata Sevya. And this uh, has been uh, continued to be followed the Bhagavatam. Then all the uh, Acharyas commented on the Bhagavatam. And we're seeing that now in the, uh, in the modern form um, of the uh, Sankhita movement, daily, uh, daily recitation of Srimad Bhagavatam, Nityam Bhagavata Sevya, is, is a regular practice. 
Rupa Goswami, of course, established this. Bhagavatam is very important. Uh, Sanatan Goswami, there's that story of, of the, uh, the Brahmana who came in, in, in the dream and gave him the, uh, the Bhagavatam when he was still young, a manuscript of the Bhagavatam. But then he woke up, it was only a dream. Then later, he received the Bhagavatam, actually, and that was from the Bhakti Ratnakar. And uh, so he got Bhagavatam in a special way. In the, in the Krishna Stava Mala, then, it is stated that the Bhagavatam was Sanatana Goswami's constant companion. So we should understand Gadadhar is also known as always reciting Bhagavatam and said that Gadadhar Srinivas Acharya, uh, who appeared later and who uh, tried later to meet all the personal associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who were still alive and they were all very old. And he wanted to hear the Bhagavatam from Gadadhar. But Gadadhar had cried so many tears over the, over the manuscript that there, it had become illegible, illegible. So he could not actually recite the Bhagavatam to, uh, to Srinivas. Uh, but just, of course, just seeing that just seeing that instilled uh, the deepest the deepest faith in Srimad Bhagavatam in the heart of Srinivas Acharya. Uh, so in this way uh, the, the the Bhagavatam as the central uh, uh, scripture as the Amala Purana as the transcendental Purana not uh, a Sattvic Purana like the Vishnu Purana and the Padma Purana, but a purely transcendental Purana. In this way, the Bhagavatam is, is particularly uh, revealing, uh, revealing uh, the full absolute truth. Um, the Bhagavatam is describing the various incarnations of the Lord and Eti Chamsa Kalapumsa Krishna Stubhagavan Swayam Indrari Vyakalam Lokam Mridayanti UK UK and it is establishing that uh, that amongst all these incarnations of the Lord uh, Krishna is Swayam Bhagavan he is the original Supreme Personality of Godhead himself uh, Krishna Stubhagavan Swayam and that, of course, is, uh, is the central theme of the Bhagavatam. Krishna to Bhagavan Swayam. Jiva Goswami has defined that verse, Krishna to Bhagavan Swayam, as the uh, Paribhasa Sutra, the one verse that lights up the entire text. So, all the descriptions of the various incarnations in, and and their devotees right, are described. And in looking at these devotees, uh, we get descriptions of the, uh, of the, uh, of the great Mahajans, uh, of great devotees, Swayambur Narada Shambhu, Kumara Kapilo Manu, Pralado, Janako Bismo Balir Vayasaki Vayam. First, we're speaking about Swayambu, Lord Brahma. Then, 
Shambhu Narada. Ah, we're speaking about Narada. We're speaking about Shambhu, Lord Shiva. We're speaking about the Kumaras, Kapila, and, and Manu. And we're speaking about Prahlad uh, and Janak Maharaj, the father of Sita. We're speaking about Bishmadev and Bali Maharaj and Vyasiki, the, the Sukadev Goswami, uh, the son of Yas. And in this way, we are, uh, are looking at all these, uh, these amazing uh, Mahajans that are described in Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, what more can we say? Bhagavatam is a Mahapurana and therefore covers 10 topics. Atra, Sarga, Visargas, Cha, Stanam, Posanam, Uttiya. Uh, it is then uh, Niroda, uh, uh, man, manvantar, what, manvantar isana kuta, um, uh, and finally, it also describes asraya, or the supreme shelter. It describes Krishna as the supreme shelter. So it describes sarga and visarga, the primary creation coming from Mahavishnu, the secondary creation performed by Lord Brahma. Uh, then it describes the maintenance of the universe, it describes the protection of the devotees, it describes the creative uh, principles, it describes uh, uh, the, the uh, manvantars, it describes uh, the various incarnations of the Lord, and it describes about the disillusion, and ultimately it describes about Supreme Personality of Godhead, Asraya, who's the shelter for all. Um, and that is the purpose of Bhagavatam, to bring all to the shelter of Krishna. So, and that is the purpose of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission and in, in unalloyed pure devotional service. Um, and how pure devotional service itself is purifying and eternally purifying. And therefore, akama sarva kama va moksha kama udharaditi vrena bhakti yogena yeta purusham param. In the narration about Dhruva Maharaj, where it says that we just somehow or other are, uh, are engaging in pure devotional service. Whether we have material desires or don't have material desires, whether we're free from material desires, it doesn't matter if we have material desires because by devotional service, if we engage in that devotional service with great force, we will become free from material desires. And in this way, Srimad Bhagavatam is the book about pure devotional service. And then, of course, it also, after it has described Krishna, it also describes Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And finally, uh, Bhagavatam is also establishing uh, Arinam Sankirtan in its final verse, in the final conclusion, as the, uh, as the particular activity to be performed. So in this way, Bhagavatam is completely aligned with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his movement. And in Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, uh, 
Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu found the perfect person to teach Srimad Bhagavatam on a daily basis. Hare Krishna. Thank you very, very much. Shishi Raghunath Bhatta Goswami Ki Jai. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Nitai Gora Premanande.